the premise of the conversation is a memory that you had in the gardens, but before this conversation, you you were saying that you don't necessarily think or have memories in that way. No, but I can do a memory, probably, more recently. I was thinking that I've got layers of knowledge of the garden, so mm. I've been going to the garden for about 35 years, probably. Um, but obviously, I remember more recently, more, more recently. The things that have happened. Yeah, and my knowledge of the garden has deepened over the last few years since I've been down in Totnes. Oh, really? In what, in what way? Um, I've just got to know it better. Um, and a couple of years ago, I went, used to go up there in the very early morning when I was doing my prayer stint mm. from 7 till 9. So I would go up about 8 when it was really quiet. And how would you How would you get there? By walking? Or? No, by car. Okay. Um, maybe two or three years ago. And um, so I'd get there all before eight, mm. when it was really quiet and there was nobody else there. And it was really beautiful. And it was early, well, it was mid-spring, I guess, because it was when I took the photograph of the ferns uh, just growing. Um, so the sun was coming through and it was just very early and very quiet and very beautiful. So this is the spring of, of what year? Roughly. 2019, probably. Okay. Yeah, so before, I guess probably 2019. Before COVID. Before COVID. So that you, you went and you would do that every day? No, just on Thursdays. Just Thursdays? Yeah. Uh, interesting. And what was your experience of going in the gardens at, at that time, at that, that, that hour? It was just very quiet, nobody there, and so that I could just experience it and do my prayer uh, stint, part of it anyway, in the gardens. And so imbue, well, the garden imbued my prayer with, uh, it, with what it had to offer and I offered it my prayer as well, my prayer mm. stint as well. And did you, did you have like a specific spot? No, I would just walk. Just walk? Yeah. So it's like you, you, you would do a walking prayer? Yeah. Oh yeah. I right. mean, Interesting. you know, your prayer, my, my prayer stint lasted for about two hours. Oh right, so and, and you were constantly moving during that time? I, well, you know, I would, I was quite often have it in bed, um, but you know, when I was taking it more seriously, which I probably was in 2019, um, then I would sometimes go up to the gardens. Mm. Because it's always been part of my life, quite a special place. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, can you can you say more about that? Um, well, so I was thinking before in our minute silence how there have been layers of mm. it, um, and how when I first started to come to it thirty five years ago, I saw it differently from how I did more recently. It was only in the last two or three years, I guess, that I became aware of the handkerchief trees, for example, mm. and how beautiful they are. You know, I wasn't really aware of them at all before, although the azaleas and the rhododendrons are out now, and you know, I was aware. Of, I think I was aware of those. Mm. So I think my knowledge and appreciation of the garden has deepened, and I've I've certainly come to know it through different seasons mm. more recently.
Yeah, that's interesting. So you're saying that like your awareness has grown as you've learned what's within the garden. Yeah. And and the different seasons, seeing what's blooming and what's yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah, that's fascinating. Because like the, I, the, I think the first time I saw the gardens was in summer, in like June, July. And then to come here in winter, and I and when I cycled down and just seeing like all the trees being bare, and it was it was very stark contrast yeah. contrast because when I went everything was like green and verdant and yeah. everything was just just a lot. Yeah. But in in spring in, in winter it was just so quiet and bare, but it also had a really nice. It still had a great feel to it. Yeah. The gardens. It always does. Every season. Yeah. There's not like a. I I I kind of expected to feels kind of some kind of hauntedness or it doesn't have that though does it no, it's just got a serenity about it yeah i wonder what that is do you do you, do you have any feel or inclination to what that is no i just think it's it's just it's just imbued in the gardens mm. and it was it must have been about i think the same year or maybe the year before that somebody told me that it holds the moon energy for the country yeah and that just makes total sense to me because I just feel the moon energy in the in the bottom of the tilting yard. Mm. I just can almost see it being filled up mm. with moon energy. Yeah, that's a really nice explanation. That's a really nice description. And when when you when you first mentioned that to me, I think I yeah I I I I felt that as well. Mm. It's almost like a pool in the tilting yard. Mm. Especially with the way the land sort of slopes down towards the river. There's that kind of like decline that like yeah. really... And I always find maybe maybe your experience is different, but I often find myself sort of wandering down mm. the gardens. Mm. Sort of like a sort of magnetism downwards. Yeah. And then you go and then I, I kind of loop up. Um, I often vary my walk, but that's that's where if I just don't think, I often just get like drifted to or dragged towards yeah yeah it's lovely getting dragged towards the, st- the stream and the gunnera um but did you know that there's a mulberry tree or two near the playhouse or yeah the summer house right the, Wait, the summer house is the one further down isn't it and then the playhouse is well, we'll slightly the, further the up one that's the one that's further up right there's okay. a mulberry tree or yeah. two there right that's interesting yeah but i think i only discovered last year Maybe I rediscovered it last year. How do you how do you discover parts of the garden? Just by walking through them. But how, like for example, what um, you know? How did you realize? Okay, this is a mulberry tree. Do you use a combination of? Oh no, they, they were mul- ripe mulberries. And then that's you just see and that. So I just eat them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really fascinating. Because I I I, um, I spoke to someone, a former student who at Dartington. Um, and she was saying that she found the gardens to be quite hostile. Oh, really? Yeah, in some respect. God. Um, I've she's never from found she's from from Norway, and she was um, an overseas student for like a BA. Right. Um, and she just felt perhaps that maybe hostile is not the right word, but that she felt that the gardens were quite formal and strict, right. and the the signs saying. Um, don't you know? Don't climb on the banks, or don't roll down here. You know, don't touch this. She found it quite, um, yeah, just quite restrictive. Mm. But you don't. You, you have you had that experience? No. But no. then I think that um, being English, 
you know, you kind of expect that mm. kind of thing. Yeah. You just say, yeah. don't. And it didn't used to say, don't roll down the banks, don't mm. do this, don't do that. I mean, you know, I don't know, five years ago, it didn't have it at all. Mm. Yeah, because I, 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 I have a clear memory of seeing the slates at the bottom of the tilt yard, you know, where the huge steps are. Mm. And it says something like, please don't roll on these because the, the land is old. And there's like a smiley face in chalk. And I was just like, oh, okay. And I took it as a kind of like a friendly bit of advice rather than... Um, the kids still do. They still roll down it. The people still do it. Yeah. So. In the summer, you know. Still, yeah, the gardens are used quite a bit, aren't they? They are. They are. Especially in summer. Yeah. Yeah. But they are used a lot, quite a lot anyway. Would you say summer's the, like, probably the busiest time oh, yeah. in the gardens? Do you have, have a favourite season? No. In the garden? I just like... I just apart from winter, which obviously I'm not so keen on. Mm. Um, you know, each season—spring, summer, autumn—all have its. It, it they have their beauties. Mm. And the aces, you know, um, they have their season in the autumn, and there's the spring flowers on the bank, and you know the summer. I mean, everything's in flower. Mm. Then you you said about like um, well we kind of spoke about this before, this conversation, but. You keep mentioning that like, you have layers, um, but you wouldn't necessarily like associate that with memory. No. Can you can you explain that to me a bit more? Well, not specific memory. I mean, just general memories. Right. But not specific. I can't say on this occasion I went to the garden and this happened, or I saw that. Right. You know, it would just be like, I have been to the gardens in spring and I have seen on a number of occasions the bank being really beautiful. Mm. You know, having a number of different species of flowers yeah. and seeing fritillaries, for example, on the bank. And that was yeah. really lovely. But I can't say, I mean, I can probably say now that it happened about three years ago because that was the last time I had sight. Mm. You know, so I was able to see. Mm. Um, but generally, I, you know, I've just been to the gardens and I have loved them. Mm. I mean, you know, certainly the long border. I have seen for the last 10 years or more mm. and just enjoyed it. For, for everything it has to offer. Right. Do you think... summer. Do you think... Because um, when did you... How long was it until you began to lose your... You lose your sight? Oh, or when um, it was like, intermittent? A year ago. Year, do you think that's... Ago, do you think that's changed? How How do you feel that's like changed your perception of the garden? It ha- I don't think it has that much. You don't think it has? No. That's really interesting. I, in my memory, I've always got... Um, pure vision, precise vision, and when I look back, I'm like, how do I? How, I couldn't have seen that precisely, but I remember seeing it precisely. Mm. So when I see the gardens, I will remember them probably how I would have seen them before. So going back to that, yeah. like layering, yeah, layering of stuff, yeah, yeah, that's fascinating. So when you go back to the garden, it's like you have your your sight is clear, yeah. That's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's um, that I think that's fascinating. And do you, do you find that with other areas, like for example, if you walk into town? I mean, you've been you've been living in Totnes yeah. for a long time, so do you have that same experience when yeah. you walk into town? All sorts of all sorts of memories. I will remember them as being as having precise. Memories. So it's not it's not just the gardens then. No, no. Right. Okay. That's. Uh, I just wanted to clarify that. It's kind of like, oh, wow, there's a mystic quality. Everything. Yeah. But I do think the gardens have a mystic quality to them. Mm. 
Yeah, no, I think so too. I think so too. And also just the fact that, I mean, the, looking back at the, the summer school and, uh, you know, all the, like, people that kind of, like, collected and gathered mm. at the at Dartington, mm. like, since the 20s onwards. Or like, well, even before. Even before that, yeah, exactly. It's like, how far can you go back? It's got that energy to it that just yeah. seems to bring yeah. bring a certain... And I don't feel like I, I I'd be really interested if you if you if you felt like that's changed because you were here also when this the art school wasn't. Did you ever feel like there was you know when? I was barely aware of the art school. Right, so it wasn't really no. a thing that. It that's... was just the gardeners being the gardeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fascinating because I know some people have said, what that I've spoken to have said, oh, we really missed not mm. having students in the gardens. Mm. But I guess the estate runs by itself anyway, doesn't it? Mm. Do you have Do you have a spot that you like to go to in the gardens, or is there? Is it? Um, I like going along that long walk by the bank. I like going to Whispering Stone. Um, mm. You know, I like going to the summer house, um, the fourth playhouse. I like going yeah. there. You know, I like walking around the garden, just all the way down, up down by the stream. Mm-hmm. You know, I like it all. Yeah, I was always wondering if you can live in the summer house. Oh, I'd love to. If you get, get in there. there. And a night or just, you know. A whole night. A whole, yeah, a whole night or and you, you're even a season. In the evening, you know, in front, in the front, and there'd just be nobody there. Mm. And it'd just be quiet, really mm. quiet. Yeah, it's also, I always think about what people's perception, you know, like as we just have this conversation, what people are thinking if they've never been to the garden, you know, what, what, what's what been painted in their imagination. Because mm. mm. now that we've, we've been, there's, uh, I don't know, as, as you talk, there's, there's, I kind of understand, like, the solidity of the place. When you mention the tilting yard, I have a clear structure in my head. And when you say the summer school, I know, uh, the summer house, I know where that is. Mm. It's interesting how, like, it's so well, when a place is, like, so well labelled, you can navigate it yeah. through. I think also people who go there for a one-off visit just to visit will just see you know a garden a nice garden mm. and if you go there regularly it changes yeah you see the kind of you you know you're more aware of the richness of it mm-hmm. yeah definitely definitely if, do you have you ever, ever visited any other gardens in in the uk that oh yeah have but given not, you no not in the same way i mean i know um, Colton Fisheracre fairly well, but not like I know Dartington. Yeah, that's fascinating. What's the biggest change that you think you've seen over the last 30, 35 years? I don't think I've seen enormous change. Actually. It's been pretty, pretty yeah. consistent. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sure it hasn't been consistent, but I don't remember. I think they've dug out the stream further down more mm. than it was originally. Um, they've been more aware of that. Sorry, what do you mean by that? So, like down the, down at the bottom. Yeah. They've dug, dug. They've dug it out. I think they've dug it out more. Just like made it more, like carved it out yeah. a bit more. Yeah. Right. Was it was it there, was it like kind of overflowing or something? No, I think it was a bit more marshy than it is now. Right. Yeah, because those um. Chilean, Chilean rhubarb. What what do you call them? Gunnera. Gunnera. Yeah. Yeah, those are. Ancient, ancient beings. I feel they like are, they, they, 
Have they been there for a while? Have they been there? I wasn't terribly aware of of that part of the garden, right. but um, you know, until more recently. Right. But I think they've been there for a while. Yeah, they seem like it. Yeah. They seem like long term residents. Yeah. Of Although the, the way they've grown up, I think I would assume that they've been there for quite a while. Hmm. Yeah. No. Fascinating. And is there is, is there any any other any other layers that come to your mind at this point in time or is that just your general impression of the gardens is I think that's my just my general impression mm. of the gardens I mean the bit outside um the white heart I think used to be more I think the white heart used well the white heart used to be totally different from how it is now mm. it used to be more of a pub and mm. you know much freer than it is now and I can remember being on the grass and just spending time sprawled on the grass with, with my friends, you know. In front of the White Heart. Yeah, 35 years ago. And I think it's more formal now. So when you say it's more formal, just the... Just people sit on the benches and... The around tables, the White Heart. Yeah, much more than they used to. Mm-hmm. I don't think there were the benches and the, you know, the tables in the same way. You know, you could just... You could, I, I just think it was freer. And does that apply for just that part of the garden, or do you think? I think the whole garden was was freer. A bit freer. Yeah. That's Although the long border has always been, as it is now, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some version of how it is now, kind of quite formal. So the long border is that where, or the the sunny border, yeah. you know, where the stone wall yeah. is, right? Yeah, because I was I was reading a little bit about that, and it was apparently um, Dorothy Elmhurst created that border and then another gardener came in and, and um, introduced like colour patterning yeah. so it became more it became kind of stricter um, but I think I a think lot I've always known just blue and yellow blue and yellow mm-hmm. yeah so, yeah, so I don't know if that's whether that's Elmhurst's or the the gardeners that came after that put that mm. in I really like that bit of the yeah. walk, though. Yeah. It's really good. It is really nice. I, I guess, did come across mm. the Buddha at the end as a surprise. So the other day when I was there with a friend, she was like, oh, there's a Buddha there. Wait, there's a Buddha where? Did you, you never noticed? No, I don't think I have. It's at the end of the long border as you come down the steps. Um, when you walk past the White Heart. Yeah. And you go left and you come down the steps. Yeah. Then there's a Buddha there. Really? Yeah. I never noticed that. I've never noticed that. I'd have to look out for it. And did you know about the Twelve Apostles? Yeah. I was like, I, I mean, I saw them, them, but I didn't know they, that's what they were called. No, I didn't know that was, that's, that's what they were called until, you know, the last year or two. Yeah, so it's like, there's always like little hidden gems yeah. in the garden. That's yeah. what I like about it. It's like, there's always someone that knows something that you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, brilliant. If there's anything, is there anything else you'd like to add before we close? I don't think so, probably. I'd be surprised I'd be able to talk about it this much. <laughs> yeah, it's always, uh, it's always fascinating how far you can wander in, yeah. in these conversations. And because I also have experienced um, in the last interview as well, it was just like when we began speaking about it, like I, I capped it at 30 minutes, but it lasted longer. Mm. So I don't know, it's something about the gardens that invites, yeah. invites the conversation. Yeah. I just think they're very beautiful and very welcoming and very, you know, quiet and spiritual in a way. Mm. Mm. I mean, very English. You Mm. know, when you talk about 
you're a Norwegian person and how formal it is, mm. I thought, well, yes, it is very formal, but in an English sort of way, so it doesn't strike me as, you know, as formal particularly. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it is very. In- it's a very English garden, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Because mm. I know French gardens have can have like that sim. Well, French has a is more formal in a way, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Really formal. Yeah, and but- I I don't like that. And it's and some Italian gardens, certainly there's I've been to one in in Florence which is more formal, and you know that's not so nice. You know, mm. I, but then I'm used to English gardens. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it is an English garden, isn't it? It's very much an English garden. Even I, even I think the um, Japanese garden at the back mm. is like an English-Japanese garden. An English version. An of... English version of a Japanese garden. Like, it's not a Japanese garden, I don't think. You know, it's, it's clearly like an English mind creating a Japanese yeah. garden. That's yeah. how I felt when yeah. I saw it, which is, which is quite funny. Yeah. And I also love the church. Or the church tower mm. and the graves and the I think they're rooks, no jackdaws, that are that kind of inhabit the the tower. The tower. Yeah, 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 definitely. Because I think that was used in World War Two as a was it? Yeah, as a um, as a radio out like outpost or to use to send communications, and now it's just used by jackdaws and. <laughs> but that is really nice. Yeah, exactly. And actually, that's one of the things when the the garden is quiet, mm. the jackdaws make a noise. Really, mm. they're you know it's their garden. Mm. I haven't I haven't experienced the gardens yet where it's been too busy. Mm. No. I'd, have you ever felt that if it's been too busy? It's busier in summer. Busier, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, I I don't really notice people terribly much because I don't want to. Mm. But you also you 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 usually go on the weekdays, though, don't you? I or is that to. yeah? That's the time to go, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Rather than the weekends. Yeah. Mm. But I'm kind of expecting it to be busier this summer, um, partly because you have to pay to get in, and partly because people have to people are restricted to this country. Mm. Yeah, true. So the people will be exploring more yeah. of what's near them. Yeah. You think by charging more, it'll be busier. Yeah, I do. That's interesting. I think that people, more people will choose to go there in the summer, mm. especially tourists. Yeah, And yeah, I think yeah. local people will accept that they have to pay, and so they'll go there more because they've had to pay. Because, it's, because it's a membership. Yeah. Right, so you, you, you feel like more of an obligation to go. Yeah. But I think that more that local people are going to accept membership because... They really feel it's part of the their environment. Yeah, I really hope so. I hope that that's an interesting debate, isn't it? Mm. Whether it'll definitely be interesting to see how how many people do sign up for the membership. I think a lot of them. Yeah, that's good. I think a lot of people accept that they have got to. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I really hope that is the case actually, because it would be a real shame yeah. for it to be neglected. Oh God, yeah. But then the gardens are made beautiful by volunteers, not by paid gardeners, mm. I think. So last year it was very sad when the long border didn't, wasn't tended at all. Mm. And it was so nice to see that it had been sorted out this, this spring. Mm. Yeah, I think that's part of the charm of it as well, is that the, you know that the gardens are done on a voluntary mm. basis. Mm. Like there's not... I mean, of course, there's like paid gardeners there, but, you know... 
a lot of it is just yeah. people working off their yeah. own backs. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, mm. so look out for the um, orchids. Early July. Early July. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> that sounds good. That's I will. I will take that with me from this this conversation and. Uh, I will bear that in mind when I next visit the gardens. <laughs>